Good day, all you Achieving Reality, the podcast listeners. It's time for a new taste in beer. You have a dedicated palate and love great flavor in your beers. Well, Ironmonger Brewing is for you. We use the best ingredients around for our beers. We use less common hop varieties and small production malters to give you amazing flavors in every style of our beers. Ask your local to grab a keg or two so you can have some. Ironmonger Brewing, where flavor is forged. Hey, everybody. This week on Achieving Rally, the podcast, we talk about body songs. Uh, apparently, they're supposed to be dirty. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, and haggis-flavored chips. Mm, actually, they were pretty good. You'll hear what we have to say about that. Also, uh, we found out that uh, Tina has gone back to Darwin, Australia. She's doing her thing over there. Apparently, she's going to take some time away. We have found that she just can't keep from being uh, hooked on things. But she's signed everything over to Scruffy. He sounds real excited about it. You know, I'm not happy at all. Just a little clear, clearly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. See ya. Who's that? It's that. Thank you. It's a card of some sort. Thank you. Well, you asked. I did. What else did you do this week? Went out and sold some Ironmonger beer. Sandwiches. No sandwiches. No Larry sandwiches this week. He's starting to shake a little bit. Mm. Got the withdrawals. Yeah. Going through the DTs. <laughs> I'm detoxing from sandwiches? Larry mm-hmm. loves sandwiches. I do, I do love those sandwiches. Nothing like an Earl of Sandwich sandwich. Uh, yeah, that's it. I didn't really do a lot this week. Just sell and then ran the, the store for the last couple of days. We changed our hours. We're now on winter hours. 5 to 10 on Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday. Saturday it works out better. Ten? Yeah. Why? What were you before? One to nine. Oh. You just bumped it down. Oh. Uh, because people weren't showing up from like one to three. So we're like, well, we'll open it two. And then we'll show up to four. And the, no, they showed up at one. Well, the hour said one to nine. We yeah. Started early. Medicine, medicine. Medicine? What? Like, all right, come on. So we. we we made a few people wait, and then I saw there was enough people out there. I'm like, all right, let's just open the doors. And I was like... Right, come in, but you can't drink. No. What? <laughs> Why not? Because we're open until two. Not two yet. But you can't help clean and mop and move some kegs. Sit down. Watch uh, Ole Miss almost lose to Georgia State. Sit down and stare at TV. I'll turn it on at two. Turn it on at two. <laughs> it's going to be like 155, 159, somewhere in there. So it's gonna warm up. No, it doesn't. It's not that old. It's brand new flat screen. Yeah, HD. Like huge televisions, like 25 inch. <laughs> Got two speakers. We went with the stereo version. Mm-hmm. Still in black and white though. Spends half his time with that little dot in the center of it. <laughs> Go ahead and get the vertical hold on that. Somebody grab the ears. Not her ears. Not your ears, you idiot. Who's got the tin foil? So yeah, so that's that was this week. It's pretty, pretty. You think people who have those HD antennas, they have to do that? 
Probably not. Sit there and put tinfoil on. That would be very funny. But very, probably not. I don't think I'll stop off at the store and get me an HD antenna just so I could put tinfoil on it. Well, it's it's a it looks like a little dish, mm-hmm. like a little plate, yeah, covered in plastic, so it wouldn't the tinfoil wouldn't do anything anyways except block signal. Doesn't matter. We have cable anyway. I'm just gonna have it there on top of the TV. Remind me of the old days. Well, they'll be like, why why did you buy that? Because I'm old school. Bless you. <laughs> this is OGHD. Okay. That was my week. What about you? What'd you do? Not a whole lot of anything. Mm, not editing. A lot of editing. Taking the sniffles out of your <laughs> and probably the sneezes out of this one. <laughs> hey, he's got good timing. Whether he knows it or not. Whether he knows it or not. There, I turned it off. So now I'll never hear from Dave again. Oh no, it'll buzz, but it won't sneeze. Dave's not here, but it sure seems like it. <laughs> hey, oh. what? Didn't you get Dave an album this week? I got him two albums this week uh, for his birthday, which was October 23rd. Uh, I got him The Big Chill, which was a phenomenal movie and an amazing soundtrack. And I got him the Blues Brothers soundtrack, which is really good. The soundtrack? Basically, yeah. Is it a soundtrack or is it a briefcase full of blues? No, it's not It's not a briefcase. It's the soundtrack. No. Yeah. That's the one I was looking at at Walk Street. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I would have to ask. But well, I put it back because I didn't think Dave would be into it. Yeah, he's the one who picked it out. Yeah, the fight on your own. Well, you could still do it. Too late now. Why? Because most of that's on the soundtrack. Oh, I didn't know. There'd that. be some duplication involved. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's, that's what I got him. He really he really enjoyed it. Uh, there was that Super Tramp album. Which uh, one? The one with the lady on the front. Talk Breakfast in America. I think so. Yeah. In the diner, yeah, he liked that too. That's a good album. It is a good album. I have it on my iPod. There's not much you don't have on your iPod. Unless they come out with a new album since like 2000, I've got all the Super Tramp on, yeah, on no, my iTunes. I don't, I don't iPod. I don't think they they have. So I've got like a Mobile Fidelity version of uh, Crime of the Century. Oh wow! Well, it sounds really good. Does it? Mm-hmm. Cool. Damn well better. Why? They were expensive back in the day. Oh, S B Masters. Half speed masters. Mm-hmm. The actual albums are cut at half speed. Oh, so that during the mastering process there's less distortion. Right. It's just a thing. Yeah. All right. I thought you were explaining more. There's nothing really more to explain. Oh, all right. They cut the masters at half speed, so there's less distortion. Cool. So it's a really clear sound, which is mm-hmm. for a record, especially. Mm-hmm. And you know, high quality vinyl, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Plastic anti-static sleeves and stuff like that. Oh, the plastic ones. Yeah, but not the cheap ones. Yeah. The more expensive ones that are different somehow. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. It's supposed to be special. Yay! Yay! So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So, cue record music. Where I've been? Uh, back at the record store? Well, back at the Goodwill. Okay. Did you take the boys with you again? No. No? No. I found you a record. You found me a record. Found you a record. I thought you'd like it. Okay. This is by Oscar Brand. It's called Body Songs and Backroom Ballads Volume 3. Ooh. 
Body. Body. Featuring Oscar Brand folk singer with guitar. This collection of folk songs is as valid a manifestation of America's culture as any other. They've been okay. sung around the country for hundreds of years while the nation was being built, and some of them date back hundreds of years before then. Ooh. A number of the songs are to be found in a famous collection of, in the British Museum entitled Pills to Purge Melancholy, a collection of old songs. Dated 1607, these are as distinctly English as Red Wing is American. Okay, it starts off by saying, this collection of folk songs is as valid a manifestation of America's culture as any other. And then goes into British. The last line is, these are as distinctly English as Red Wing is American. Whoever writing these liner notes need to make up their mind. <laughs> oh, here you go. Technical data. This recording was made on an Ampex tape recorder, model 300, with Telefunken and Altec microphones. Oh, Telefunken. Yes. German engineering right there. The masters were cut on an automatic Scully record lathe with Grampian feedback cutter heads driven by specially designed 200 watt amplifiers. And run by small hamsters. Yes. Mastering was done at the studios of BNC Recording in New York with a maximum stylus velocity consistent with minimum distortion, realizing the ultimate in signal to noise ratio. There you go. Yeah. While the total frequency range of 16 CPS to 25,000 CPS on this record may not be within the range of ordinary human hearing, nevertheless, the inspection with a microscope will show the etchings of the upper dynamic frequencies. You can see it, but you can't hear it. However, it is the opinion of the manufacturer that if these frequencies were omitted from this record, a certain warmth of tone that is felt and sensed rather than heard would be lost. Okay. For this reason, and to achieve the ultimate in our studies in high-fidelity sound, we have gone to these extreme electronic lengths. Ooh. It's a digital measurement. Ooh. Although any 33 and a third RPM record playing equipment may be used in playing this recording, although any 33 and a third RPM record playing equipment may be used in playing this recording, it is recommended that playback equipment of extreme wide range and fidelity be used so that the recordings may be enjoyed to their utmost. Ah. Low frequency limit, 16 CPS. High frequency limit, 25,000 CPS. Crossover, 500 CPS. Roll off. 13.75 decibels at 10 KC and a sunshine band. Printed in USA, copyright by Audio Fidelity Incorporated. Then I give it to Larry because he's gonna read the stuff on the back. Uh, gather round, you lovers of lusty lore and all that crap. Okay. <laughs> Balladeer Oscar Brand has a singing acquaintance with back rooms and barracks, concert and radio, and. Human nature from San Diego to San Pietro, born in Winnipeg, Canada, and this born... collection is distinctively American. Yeah, <laughs> and born through America's Midwest, B O R N E. Mm-hmm. He caught many a shady shanty out the corner of a ready and keen ear in the wicked metropolis of New York City. New York City. He has been collecting folk songs since 1945 as director of folk music for the Municipal Broadcasting System, WNYC. The New York York City's own radio station. 
In this album, he gets an opportunity to sing some of the songs unsung on Station WNYC. In some cases, Mr. Brand recorded one voice and then recorded the second voice in intermol- the intervals by matching it to the first. This is a high-tech record. This is like, what, 59 or something? I don't think there's a date on it. I think I looked it up. Oh. All right, so what are we going to hear first? And I'll... I'll, I'll... Well, we're going to start with the first track. Seven Old Ladies Locked in a Laboratory. To the tune of an old English song, because it's so American, this rare specimen relates to the complications that arise with each of seven elderly ladies who are locked in a ladies' room. The intricacies in which they find themselves involved, if you excuse the expression, shouldn't happen to a dog. matter be seven old ladies locked in the lavatory they were there from sunday to saturday nobody knew they was there but first was the wife of a deacon in dover and though she was known as a bit of a rover she liked it so much that she thought she'd stay over and nobody knew she was there oh dear what My can the matter can take be this. seven old ladies Locked in the lavatory, they were there from Sunday to Saturday. Nobody knew they was there. The next was an athletic lady named Myrtle, hopped over the top like a steeplechase hurdle. Her glasses got hooked in the stay of her girdle. Nobody knew she was there. Oh dear, what can the matter be? They were there from Sunday to Saturday. Nobody knew they was there. This has to overdub this. Now the next old lady was Abigail Humphrey who settled inside to make herself comfy but then she found out she could not get her bum free nobody knew she was there He's a bum Oh dear, what can the matter be? Seven old ladies locked in the lavatory They were there from Sunday to Saturday Nobody knew they was there Make a nice jingle for some company somewhere. You could get seven ladies in your laboratory if you tried. Saturday, nobody knew they were there. 
Yay! Well, that was body. Ish. So what? Back in the fifties and the fourteen hundreds, that was just really <laughs> uncalled for. So what's the next one, Chris? Track three on side one. The Jolly Tinker. Here's an old English scoundrel, because it's so American, <laughs> who thinks about the, about little in life except his pleasure. This 17th century ballad describes the tinker's experience. It says 17th century. 1600s. Describes the tinker's experiences as he encounters an unsuspecting maiden who is somewhat unenlightened on the compulsion of tinkers. Sounds like a euphemism. Don't want to block the listener. Don't want him to miss any of this joyful noise. Oh, there we yeah. go. Hey, this could be better. You don't know. You could be like falling and falling out of your chair by the end of this. Blah, 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 blah. Not on the carpet. There was a jolly tinker and he hailed from France. There was a jolly tinker and he hailed from France with his long john tiddlywacker, fiddlywacker pants. His long john tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a cindy stack around the belly wine. Well, the farmer's daughter, she was coming from the ball. The farmer's daughter was coming from the ball. She met the jolly tinker, he was standing by a wall. With his long john tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a cindy stack around the belly wine. She took one look and told him with a sigh. She took one look and she told him with a sigh. You're my darling, you're my dearest, you're the apple of my eye. Long John Tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a cindy stack around the belly rang. You want to try translating this? Pretty maiden, pretty maiden, pretty maiden, I love you. Pretty maiden, pretty maiden, pretty maiden, I love you. So she a jolly tinker, just a half a dollar do with you. Long John Tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a cindy stack around the belly wang. Well, he took her by the hand for to bring her to the hay. He took her by the hand for to bring her to the hay. She got so eager, she dragged him all the way with his long john tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker. Well, the manifestation of American culture as any other. First he had her in the barn and he had her in the hall. Had her in the barn and he had her in the hall. The servant started screaming, he's gonna have us all. With his long john tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a city stacker on the belly wang. Well, when the fun was over, he shouldered up his load. When the fun was over, he shouldered up his load. He brushed off his clothes, went whistling down the road. With his long john, kidney the wacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a cinder stack around the belly wine. Oh, mother cried the maiden, I am troubled, I'm alone. Mother cried the maiden, I am troubled, I'm alone. For the tinker took his pleasure and he's left me here to moan. With his long john, tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a cinder stack around the belly wine. Daughter, you're a ninny, for you left it all a chance. Daughter, you're a ninny, for you left it all a chance. Don't give it to a tinker till he pays you in advance. With his long john tiddlywacker, overgrown kidney cracker, looking for a city stack around the belly wang. Yeah. Crickets. Oh, and that was Body in Back Room. You need to stay in the back room. No, 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 you like this kind of stuff. I do? Apparently. Um, yeah, because I just <laughs> fell out of my chair laughing and guffawed myself to death. Well, you will in post. <laughs> so what's the last one? 
The last one is evidence that I need to do more reading before I work up these bits. Okay. Side two, track four. Ball of Ballynoor. Oh, yes. Every Scot, because it's so American, knows Every this Every guy one. named Scott. Uh-huh. And so do many Americans. The authentic atmosphere of old Scotland... Scotland, New Jersey. <laughs> ...is captured in this epic of high living in the Highlands. Highland, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Which is replete with action that leaves little for the lister to speculate about. All Western right. New Jersey. Let's hear this great American Scottish, 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 Scottish thing that it's so American that it's Scottish. He's doing it with a very bad Scottish accent. Maine. It's Maine accent. There was a Petridge Farm remembers. I can understand it. They tried it on the garden path and once around the park. And when the candles all burned out, they did it in the dark, singing a wah do you last, if the wah do you know, the man do you last, if they can do you do. At first they tried it simple, then they tried it he's and she's. But when the ball was rolling, they went at it fives and threes, singing a wah do you last, next a wah do you know, the man do you last, next they can do you do. He couldn't bang a chick, so he did the cat's toilet. Now when the ball was over, everyone confessed the music was exquisite, but the doing were the best. Singing a wah do you last, do you know, the man do you last, do you know, Okay. <laughs> Yo, um, no. Yeah, I'm just going to go with that. You sure that Klaus didn't pick this one out, too? No. Klaus wouldn't give you something like this. It takes thought. <laughs> it's got a gold label. Oh, well, that makes it all better. Yeah. See? It's a study in high-fidelity sound. No. I'm still studying. It's high-fidelity. <laughs> you need to know about such things. It's volume three. I, <laughs> I, I, you've already read that. Thank you. 
That's on the box. Yes, yes, tattooed on his arm. Yeah, yeah you see his body. The cover says it all. Yeah, there's a guy here with a cigarette, but there's a second stream of smoke coming up from the bed. Yeah, and there's a girl's shoes on the other girl's side. Shoes on the other side. So you know what's going on, even though it's not explicit. Yes. That's what this is all about. Yes. And apparently and singing songs no one can understand. And sailors. And sailors. Sailors are body. Sailors are body. Yes, they have a woman in every port. Yeah. yeah. Drinks. And and Oscar. He's drink no drinks on the floor and bottles. And yes. a flask. Yes. X is on it, so you know what was in the flask. Yeah. Instead of thinking it's a flask of tang. <laughs> and a fairly well cared for plant. Well, you know. Yeah. Sailors are known for their gardening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they all have green thumbs. Isn't this a fairly, uh, fairly raucous going on here? Because there's like a glass on the floor here and cigarette butts all over the place. This is very body. Yes. Like the well-maintained uh, plant, but <laughs> cigarette butts and empty bottles on the floor. Cracks in the plaster. Apparently a picture of him. This must be her place because the picture of the sailor on the, on the wall. I don't know why a guy would have a picture of himself on the wall. Well... Other than Trump. <laughs> Alright, so maybe maybe it's not lots of your liking, but it was like seventy cents at Goodwill, so Well there you go then. And it's a study in high fidelity, so And I'm still studying. You need to study. I'm, I am. I'm studying very hard. And, and you know what makes this even better? No. Yeah. Printed in USA. Well, because it's a very USA, uh, American songs. It has a sticker on it. I wonder what was under the sticker. I'm not going to peel the sticker off. It'll ruin the value. <laughs> Go down from 70 cents to... No, 70 cents is the price you pay at Goodwill. It's in... Okay, it's seen better days. But the other side's in pretty good shape. Except for that scratch. I could get a couple of dollars for it at the record show, maybe. Maybe. I'm sure there's a big demand because if you have volume one and two, you're going to want three. Yeah, especially if you have four and five, maybe. I don't know if there is a four and five. There could be. You never know. Huh. No, now you've ruined it. No, this is the Goodwill sticker I'm pulling off. Look at that. You don't know what was there. Just like this bit. <laughs> and scene. All right, so... Maybe they're not all winners, but... No, but, you know, 70 cents. There you go. There you go. The money went to charity. Sort of. You're doing a good deed. I didn't buy it. You're doing the good deed. And actually, deed. This, uh, I did look up the Oscar brand. You can buy his material on iTunes. Oh, well. I'll guess be you, sure to... Guess you want the remastered version. I'll be sure to ignore that. His Body Songs and Backroom Ballads, Volume 3. Or 2 or 1, for that matter. Well, Q... Body music, then. I just did. Well, cue some more body music, then. Ta-da. Ta-da. Yeah, clean up from the last bit. Ah. Uh. Body and raucous. Hey, Chris. Hey. What's that? It's a bag. What's in it? Another bag. 
Ah. I got you. Ooh! Mackies of Scotland, haggis and cracked black pepper flavor on naturally glazed potatoes. Says American is Red Wing. American is, is Red Wing. Uh, Mackey's Haggis and Crack Black. Naturally grown potatoes. I said that. As opposed to what? Unnaturally grown potatoes. Conjured potatoes? <laughs> the fuck is it? potatoes from Hogwarts? You, if you're going to conjure potatoes, you have to roll a natural 20. Uh, let's see. Alec Starches. Starches. <laughs> oh, damn it. They're sweet potatoes. The beer. <laughs> Mackey's <laughs> sweet potatoes. Mackey's Africa starches. The beer. They just appear like, damn it, they're sweet potatoes. Uh, cracked black pepper flavor promises you a true taste of Scotland. Haggis has a surprisingly delicious spicy flavor. A per- and it does. A perfect. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. I've had. I've had haggis. A perfect match for the. I like f- one of those '60s commercials, and it does too. Ooh, by Menon. <laughs> uh, for the fresh potato taste of Mackey's crisps. Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Challenge guests to guess the flavor. <laughs> Put them in a bowl. Leave them at a party, <laughs> and people drop them and yell, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are wonderful. What is this? Liver? <laughs> Mostly. Mackey's crisps are made... Kosher? <laughs> ...are made in Scotland by two family-owned food and farming businesses. By two guys in the back of a shed. <laughs> <laughs> Mackey's of Scotland and Taypack. Taypack? That's what it says. Dick Taypack? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this just... Gone. Our gentle cooking process creates a unique... Gentle frying. Fresh taste and dry (laughs) texture. Mackey's award-winning potato crisps are created with natural flavorings and the star ingredients are locally farmed potatoes. Mackey's crisps are magic. Artificial haggis flavor. How the fuck are you even done? <laughs> Mackey's crisps are magic. Eat one the and beer. the rest just <laughs> the beer. <laughs> I don't know where this went. Oh, we haven't even. Magic. We, we never. We didn't even do the wheel of soda this time. We shouldn't be this goofy. I don't think there's anything in the wheel, so... Ingredients. Potatoes, sunflower, haggis, and cracked pepper seasoning. Wait, wait. Haggis and cracked pepper seasoning. Yes. one ingredient? Yes. Sugar... Is that seasoning made from haggis, or is it seasoning you you would use for haggis? (laughs) Let me read this, and it might be both. Sugar, natural pork flavoring... Yeast extract, and yeast extract has yeast extract in it, salt and maltodextrin, salt, pepper. Natural pork seasoning, that'd be pork, right? Rusk. It's rusk. Wheat, flour, and salt. Oatmeal, onion powder, spices, 
flavorings, citric acid, and vegetable extract. I'm Contains still, wheat! I'm still stuck on the natural pork flavoring. <laughs> that would be pork, right? <laughs> what else would it be? It's just natural pork flavoring. Like pig squeezing? <laughs> Now, <laughs> we haven't made it to 200 yet. <laughs> That's why I'm quitting now. Before we make it to 200, if it's this bad now, it's gonna be like at 200. It, it does taste like haggis and black pepper. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you. It's like potato chips with black pepper on as denoted by this flex of black pepper on potato chips. Weird how that works. They kind of have an odd looking texture to them though. Well, they're just cut and then fried. Sure they're fried? They might be baked. I mean, they're not very curled up. Could be the potato itself too. Well, having never had haggis, I couldn't tell you if it tastes like haggis, but it tastes like potato chips with black pepper on them. It has a, it has a haggis note. It's not on your standard music staff. No. It's that way between G and A. It's like G sharp flat. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, it's G sharp, but played flatly. Michael Flatley? Close enough. But he's the Lord of the Dance. Lord of the Dance. <laughs> Lord of the Dance. <laughs> I'd make it the title of the episode, but I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> I'm just calling the title of the big, big noise. <laughs> Squeak! Squeak. <laughs> That's the noise of the pig makes when you squeeze it. Squeak! Squeak! <laughs> Dog toys make that noise when you squeeze them. <laughs> Maybe a pig sounds like a dog, a dog toy when you squeeze it. I don't know. Because look, I mean, look how flat that is. I mean, it looks like it could have been baked. It's, it doesn't actually say they're fried, does it? No. All the different oils would suggest that it's fried, though. It said, um, made by Maine, Scotland, by two guys in a shed. Farming business, Mackey of Scotland, and Taypack. Our gentle cooking process creates a unique, fresh taste and dry texture. Unique cooking process. The sous vide? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Best before 24 June 17. Variety Lady Claire. What does that mean? It's the type of potato. Ah. Country of origin, UK. Product of Scotland. Mackey's at Taypack. This is an address here. We could uh, write them and ask them. We could. Where are we going to? What is this? It looks like a letter. Oh. <laughs> Who writes letters anymore? <laughs> Some guys in America. Well, no better cooking process. <laughs> what tub is a secret? 
That'd mean I'd have to write him a letter. <laughs> well, they're certainly not disgusting. <laughs> no. Haggis isn't disgusting. Remind everybody what Haggis is. Well, now, the minute I say what Haggis is, everybody's going to go, Ew, disgusting! Well, it's an unborn baby chick. No, it's not an unborn baby chick. <laughs> Haggis. Let's see if I can make enough noise to drown you out. Here. Haggis is the liver and sweetbreads and lungs and other awful ground, black peppered, salt, oatmeal, stuffed in a sheep's stomach and cooked. It's the national dish of Scotland. They only eat it on special times. When there's nothing left to eat. No, that's not right. And the rest of the animal is long gone. It's very good. It's very tasty. It's basically just a giant sausage. Sausage. Basically just a very foul sausage. It's not foul. He said it was awful. O-F-F-A-L. <laughs> awful. It's actually pronounced awful, but awful. Butthead. <laughs> so there you go. It's actually very, very tasty. Not bad. I don't know how much it tastes like haggis, but... <laughs> it has all the flavorings of haggis, because it literally does. But, I mean, you know, haggis has got that more blood... Curdling. No, not curdling. <laughs> you know, that more coppery oh. ting to it, because there's the, there's blood in it, so... But it's good. I you like blood it. blood in your haggis? Yeah. It's like a medical condition. <laughs> uh... You should have the doctor look at your haggis. <laughs> no, that's rude. <laughs> I don't care if it's my doctor. You never show anybody your haggis. Never flip another man's meat. <laughs> don't Google your foot in public. Never show your doctor your haggis. <laughs> These are rules you're making up? These are Larry rules. Larry rules. I have to make a separate page on the website. <laughs> Larry rules. One. Don't Google your foot. <laughs> in public. You Google your foot and just don't do it in public. Two. Never show anyone your haggis. No, never show your doctor your haggis. <laughs> Where did we go wrong? Episode three. <laughs> I blame Scott and Austin. Uh, three. <laughs> Never flip another man's meat. What? What's that about? Yeah, let it flip another man's meat. That's not what Klaus tells me. <laughs> Klaus is something else. He's doing it all the time. <laughs> yeah? And how many how many people are mad at him? All of them, I think. <laughs> okay, then. He likes to Google his foot in public. I think he showed his doctor his haggis, but I'm not 100% sure. No, he showed your doctor his haggis. <laughs> and, I mean... And your accountant. And <laughs> I think your lawyer. Saul? <laughs> I think Saul's seen everything. I wonder how uh, his, his state company's doing. Don't know. <laughs> his berry steak. His burger steak. Berry steak, too. No, I don't think that's going to go over too well. No? Vegetarian burgers? No one cares about that. Uh, Cue Scott music.
you're twice as likely to be cheated on in winter? Because it's cold. That's not weird. It's cold. It's cold, too. Yeah, I heard the cold thing. Thank you. The mysterious six-foot rabbit man keeps turning up on bridge. Like Dundarko? No, this guy actually looks kind of cute. Oh. That's, that's weird. Funny haha Viral is apparently who put this out there. Funny haha Viral. Yes. So there's so it's obviously a news source we can trust. No, it's still in the mirror. Oh. Well, someone named Funny Haha Viral would never make up something to put on the internet. Never. Never. I'm sorry. I'm, I have to skip this survey it just gave me. No, it's time for Linear's Internet Quiz. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, people have been baffled by a strange rabbit man. Rabbit. Anyone see the white rabbit waving at a cut-out glittery heart at 8 a.m. in Barnes Bridge yesterday? Lucy Jane Santos asked on Twitter. Or was I just really hungover? Lucy may have well been hungover, but she wasn't mistaken. A big white rabbit was indeed waving a cut-out heart during her morning commute. She's not the only one to have seen the peculiar spectacle. Hundreds of others have, too. He's looking for his wife, Jessica. <sighs> Took me a second. Uh, it's because a mysterious six-foot man dresses up as a fluffy animal on the first day of each month and sits by the River Thames, waving at passing cars. The bunny dances around in barns, southwest London, and has been doing this quirky routine for some time. It's therapeutic? Maybe it is. Lost a bet? Possibly that, too. There's got to be a reason for it. Journalist Elizabeth Amon spotted him on Tuesday. He shot him. In the early morning mist, the character was sporting a colorful waistcoat and scarf. Fashionable six-foot rabbit. Uh, residents say the white rabbit is a creation of a local performance artist called Spike. Oh, there you go. Performance artist. He's allegedly been doing it since November 2015. It's apparently all to give morning folk a little lift. An amusing tickle as they trundle into work. Not everything but he thinks so, with some commenting that the outfit is a little sinister. <laughs> Evil white rabbit. This white rabbit, though, is... He looks like the white rabbit. From Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Cartoon or live action? Cartoon. Okay. That's not too sinister. No. Judging by the Unless white rabbits... Or rabbits. Uh, fangs. Oh, yeah. They're Brits. That's all I know about rabbits. <clears throat> Judging by the white rabbit's Facebook page... It seems that now we know he's sinister. It seems that the act is supposed to be a positive one. Happy first of the month, the manimal posted on Wednesday. Manimal, don't bring Simon Corkadale into this. Some nice interactions this morning. One woman came up and wanted a photograph, as no one believed her last month when she saw me. And a gent with his dog got me to hold his dog so he could have a photo. Lots of hooting from passing traffic's scared dog. <laughs> Buses slowing down to have a toot and toot? lots of waving. You know what that means? <laughs> lots of waving and happy people. What a great way to greet the month ahead. Yeah, with a lot of coke. <laughs> Not that kind of toot. <laughs> so there you go. Weird music cue. <laughs> Let's try that one again. <laughs> More of a stage direction there than it is. There's a closer. Two weird music. (laughs) 
Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to the body songs as much as we did. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy listening to us talk about the haggis chips because they actually were really, really good. Then again, I'm strange. I like haggis and blood sausage and a lot of other strange foods. Uh, but uh, I digress. Uh, next week, we're actually going to change up a little bit. We're going to talk about a fairly serious topic here in America that's been going on lately. Uh, and we have a very, very special guest. Uh, that's about all I'm going to say. So uh, for me, Chris, and Harvey, I'm Larry saying, see you next week. Wow, that's kind of boring. Someone needs to write these things. For this reason, the Empire Strikes Back. Why is it everybody always wants to call me? That was her place. This will all be cut out. <laughs> Probably made into a stinger. <laughs>